Worship is about giving ultimate value to something. So let's start by looking at these wise men, the Magi. Obviously very famous for their gifts, weren't they? When my, uh, I've got two teenage sons, and when my sons were much younger, they were really obsessed with cars, and they're going to kill me for telling this story, but um, they, they, I remember them saying that the wise men brought three gifts to the baby Jesus. Uh, they brought gold, which they thought was fantastic. They brought frankincense, which they thought, don't really know what that is, but there we are. Uh, and they brought a merc. <laughs> Pretty good, Really? Quality German engineering for the Son of God. So, who were the major? Who were these wise men? Well, they were likely to be Persian. They were highly intelligent. They were academics. They were well-read. They searched and they researched. And they went on a journey of discovery in order to work out who this Jesus was. And they ended up, their journey of discovery took them to a place where they worshipped Jesus. And I wonder if there's some people in the room who are a little bit like those guys. Maybe you are searching, you're researching. You're not going to be taken in by some strange myth. I'm suggesting maybe you should embark upon that sort of journey of discovery. But what if that journey leads you to a point where you find yourself worshipping Jesus? If that's the end of the journey... My challenge to you is, are you prepared to take the first few steps? Are you prepared to follow in the footsteps of other wise men who decided that they would have a look and what they discovered they considered worthy of worship? What about the shepherds? Not quite in the same category. Shepherds were a bit weird, really. They lived by themselves outside of town, sleeping in the open with animals all the time. Back then, being a shepherd was not the job you aimed for, it was the job you ended up with. And additionally, the shepherds were unable to go to the temple to worship because they couldn't abandon their flock, so they weren't able to maintain sort of the religious devotions like other people were. And so some regarded them as crooks and thieves. They were a suspicious bunch. They, could, they weren't even allowed, shepherds weren't even allowed to testify in court. They were sort of the lowest of the low, really, back in that time. So when an angel shows up to the shepherds, now that's surprising. No one ever showed up to spend time with shepherds. And when the angel proclaimed to them that this good news had come, these shepherds were the last people in the region who would have expected to hear good news, to hear a message from God. Yet, in fact... They're the first to hear. So this is what led the shepherds to worship Jesus. God broke in in a very unexpected way, in a very unexpected place, to people who just would never have expected him to break in. I wonder whether maybe you feel a little bit more like the shepherds than the wise men. You're not really expecting anything from God you're not really sure you deserve anything from God. And yet, maybe it's possible for God to break in. Maybe it's possible for God to come and speak to you. You're, maybe you, you feel, I'm, I'm just like the least likely person for God to speak to. 
the least likely person for God to be interested in. Well, that's how the shepherds felt. And they were the first to know. So I'm encouraging everyone in this room, let's be open to what God might say to you. And the result of that openness could well be you discovering what the shepherds discovered. And that caused them to worship Jesus. People have thought, why the shepherds of all people? Why not the shepherds? And you may say, well, why me? Why not you? Why not you? Now, the next character in the story, King Herod. King Herod. It's quite a thing to be cast as King Herod in the nativity, isn't it? I don't know if any of you have ever been cast as King Herod in the nativity. I, I remember I, never, I was never cast as a wise man as, uh, in my nativity play. I was cast as a shepherd quite often because we had numerous tea towels in our house, so we could always provide what was needed. But I do remember once I did play King Herod in our nativity. And I remember having some identified creature sellotaped to my chin um, to constitute a beard. I might not have been a dead animal. I'm, I'm exaggerating slightly. It was probably the wig of our Sunday school teacher or something. But I remember playing King Herod with this hair around my face. So what about Herod? Herod's, Herod's a king, but he isn't a king. He was a puppet ruler for the Romans. He liked to be called the king of the Jews. So when these wise men, they came to Herod and they said, we're looking for the baby born to be king of the Jews, Herod the puppet king was not a happy puppet. And he says this, go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I too may go and worship him. Here's the worship theme again, but this time it's a bit twisted, it's a bit contorted. King Herod says, I want to go and worship him, but the reality is actually very different. Herod worshipped something else. Herod worshipped his role, his position, his status. Herod worshipped his career. And so as we talk about worship tonight, is a word of warning for all of us from the life of King Herod. We all worship something. If it's not God, it's something else. Remember my definition of worship? Giving ultimate value to something. And there are plenty of worshippers around in the 21st century. If we have a look on the football stadiums on Boxing Day, we'll find lots of worshippers. If we go to the Boxing Day of sales, we'll find loads of worshippers. Let's recognize we're all worshippers. That's because our spirituality cannot be removed from us. It's, it's, we're spiritual beings and worship is part of that expression. Our ultimate expression, it's, it's wrapped up in our personality, in our very identity. So let's be careful what we worship. Because we can worship our careers, work is a good thing. But if we make a good thing into the ultimate thing, we can lose everything. If you don't get promotion, or worse still, you lose your job, the thing you've worshipped can have gone. Our bodies, how great we look. Our personal presentations, again, it's good to look after ourselves, diet, exercise, all of those things. But again, if the good thing becomes the ultimate thing, let me tell you from personal experience, if you pay too much attention to how you look, as time goes on, you're going to be sorely disappointed. Don't all jump to my defense, will you? 
if we worship our appearance, we're going to be in trouble. Relationships, worshiping relationships, it's a massive danger in our society. Relationships are really important, but if they become the ultimate thing, what happens when that relationship ends? We need to make sure that the relationship isn't the thing that has ultimate value for us. We worship our children, they leave us. We worship our parents, they die. We worship our partner, the relationship ends. You're sitting there thinking, oh, well, happy Christmas to you too, Terry. (laughs) But what I'm saying is if we worship something that's temporary, we end up being bereft and disappointed because we're worshiping something that is temporary. That was Herod's problem. He was worshiping something temporary. And that's why I want to finish with the last of these characters in this Christmas story, the angels. Heavenly worship, eternal worship. Not temporary worship, eternal worship. And I guess my great desire for every one of us is that will be where we end our journey. Whether we come to Jesus searching and researching like the wise men did, or whether we suddenly Jesus breaks in when we least expect it, a little bit like the shepherds, or whether we recognize there have been other priorities and other things we've worshipped, like King Herod uh, was doing. Whatever category we find ourselves in, my prayer for all of us is that we will finish our journey, we will finish our search in an eternal place, worshipping an eternal king, taking our place alongside the wise men and the outcasts, lifting our voices alongside the angelic hosts who give glory to God, King of kings, Lord of lords, and Savior of the worlds. The ultimate destiny. destiny. And that's my prayer for each of us. Have a great Christmas. God bless you all. Amen. Thank you so much, Terry.